Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of... Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Keith Ross, I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Let us adventure on. So, does anybody actually know where we're going? I mean, I, I still think we should go to Pirate's Port. I thought that was the plan. I thought the plan was to go get the sand elves first. It's on the way to Pirate's Port. I mean, maybe. Well, maybe not. Uh, they could have left. I don't know. Let's, I, I say Pirate's Port. So we'll head to Pirate's Port, and if we run into the sand elves, great. If not, we're just going to Pirate's Port for what? Supposedly, there's a group there that's been holding off the demons. Right, I thought we were going to try and help them get the port open, see if we can't get any well, yeah. stragglers to help us out. Exactly. Like, we get the ports open, we might be able to use that to our advantage. But on the plus side, we'd also be possibly enlisting some, some aid from a strong group. I mean, that's good hoping, but last I looked, there was, like, no ports whatsoever. Well, that's because we're in the middle of the desert. Yeah, well, when I was out searching for Martin, I was traveling the oceans, and there was nothing. I don't know. Regardless, if... The ports being open doesn't give us anything further. At least it'll be another point that we can attack from or enlist the aid of whoever happens to be there. Onward to Pirate's Port. The next day, our friends head out before the cresting of the sun in the western skies. With a night's rest and a semi-sense of what they are doing, they head towards the orc village of Crondo. And from there, to Pirate's Port. After checking to make sure their water skins are full, the authors of the downfall make way with the promise that a unit of orcs will be there for the final assault on Deimos. Hours pass as they travel the desert, and just as the sun hits its peak, you try to jump as your foot starts to sink under the sand, and you are caught in quicksand right now, as two figures seem to come over one of the berms. Xandro, you got caught in quicksand as you tried to push yourself out of it at the last moment. You seem to dig a little bit deeper into the sand. You're not in any mortal danger at this point that you know of, but hey, we're here. Okie dokie. Two figures come, well, three figures come over the berm. Two look like heads with wings on them, and the other one just looks like a man in black robes. The first to react will be Xandra, though. Can I try and move out of it? Hey, you try to get yourself out of the sand. You seem to sink just a little bit further. Shit! If he shows any sign of aggression, I'm throwing a lightning javelin. Who are you? Nothing in return. So they get a little bit closer, and the man pulls away his hood of his robe, and you see green worms seeming coming out every orifice of this person. Is he undead? It's unsure. This could be some kind of demon monster. It might be undead. You don't know. Stay right there. Take another step. Kill you. He doesn't move because he was working on doing something. The cloak figure whips his hand out, one at Xandro and one at Martin. A worm lands next to both of you, and they're bright green and wiggling, and they seem to be moving towards you. Martin, with his javelin in hand, throws it at the being coming at him with the cloak. It hits and pierces through the body, making a squishing noise as the electricity envelops the person. He makes a shaking motion as little green neon worms fall off of him, smoking. 
You zap this creature. Some more green worms fall off and stop moving, but it doesn't stop him from moving. The other two things that look like, now that they're closer, they literally look like dead-eyed vampire heads with wings growing out of them. Swoop down at Xandro, who's defenseless. The first one swoops down and bites you. Uh, the second one is also going to fly by you. And as it does, it shrieks. You're cursed. Ah. Alicia, you, you see Xandro stuck in sand. You saw Martin throw a lightning bolt at this person that looks like just living worms in human form. A couple of them fell out, but he's still moving. You saw him, two worms come flying out at Martin and Xandro, and these two beasts swing down and bite at Xandro. One of them bites, the other one gets close, shrieks, and what looks like almost kisses him on the cheek. I am going to try to do a running jump attack at one of the things flying around Xandro and hopes to hit it and land not in the quicksand. You jump through the air gracefully, clear Xandro and what looks like the pit. As you go to attack though, you miss and you swing just a little wide with your daggers. I tried. Back to the top of this order, Xandro. Uh, you quickly sink, you're about just above your waist. Can I pull rope off my backpack and throw one in towards uh, Alicia? You you can pull out your rope and you're going to go to throw it. Where it lands is just, it's way before Alicia. Alicia, you're not sure, judging by the way the sand looks though, if that's the pit or not. As a bonus action, I want to rage. And I'm going to pull my trident out, try to charge forward and, and stab him in the face with it. Where you think the face is? An anatomically, the face. So you strike out at this thing. Okay. It goes into its mushy face. You come out. You're not sure if you did any damage with that trident. Uh, I'll strike again. Uh, a little lower, going anatomically chest. It takes two swipes at you. As the first claw comes out, readjust your stance very quickly. But as you do, the second one slashes into your skin. And you hear a sizzle and see a black drawn by three nails that dug into your skin. Trigger the Wrath of the Storm. Two bats swing out towards Alicia now. Both of them swing by and both of them miss, which takes us to Alicia. Feel around if I see if I could grab that rope to help Xandro. You're trying to figure it out, but since the sand moves with where you're moving on solid ground and the sand's moving around Xandro, it's really hard to tell exactly where that pit is starting, but the rope is starting to recede back to Xandro. Xandro, pull that back and make another throw. I'm going to go after the one that is closest to me. I'm assuming I'm going to have to make like a jump for it. You strike one of them as you jump into the air. It screeches and howls and it lands on the ground and it starts sinking into the sand. And you land on the edge of the quicksand and start getting sucked in. You are now sinking in quicksand yourself. Motherfucker. Xandro. So everything's going on. Worms crawling around in the sand, getting sucked into the sand. You hear Alicia say, pull the rope back and try to throw it again. She does a quick jump into the air, strikes out at one of these face bat things, and when she lands, she lands into the quicksand. Fuck. Yep. Can pull the rope back to me and try and tie it into a lasso? Yes. You, you got enough time to tie it into a lasso form and start getting ready to throw, which you could trigger that at the beginning of next round, but right now you can't. Martin, you hear one of these things screech out and it sounds like it hits the sand you can assume one of your 
friends as struck out and probably killed one of these things. You don't know what else is going on because, again, ugly mutant, mutant worm thing coming straight at you. I'm going to take uh, another two strikes at this guy, try and stab him again. Martin, focusing his rage, twirls his trident around in one hand. As he comes around for a swing, he thrusts forward, driving the trident deep into the squishy worm body. As he pulls it back, he reverses his feet, comes around the other side with his back turned towards the enemy and jabs his trident forward again, piercing his enemy one more time. Bonus action, I want to shout out, Guard! And my animated shield pops up off my back and begins to circle around me. Uh, let's do this worm monster in front of you first. So it swings a claw at you, your shield. You can hear the ting as it hits your shield and there's like that chalkboard scratch sound. The second one comes over and you remember this one swings twice all the times but you remember it a little too late as it contacts and rips your flesh again black lines form it begins to sizzle and burn while it's there uh you feel this worm hit and then you see it burrow under your skin uh where does it hit me in the arm in the arm the good arm that takes us to oh my one left swoopy thing thanks alicia you're welcome swoops down to bite you excuse me to try to kiss you it tries to kiss out at you it does but it barely brushes up against you as you're smart enough to move away so that's going to take us to alicia I'm going to use a survival check to see if I am smart enough to know how to get out of this. You know that if you panic, you're going to go deeper. You yeah. also know that your best bet is to look for something over you to get out of it. You think you might remember a technique to get out. I think I'm going to have to go with the technique since I know there's nothing above me. You start to do this weird twist roll thing and you're working your way towards the edge. You're only up to quicksand about your thigh now. So it's not as fast on you as you saw Xandro. I'm just going to keep working at it. I guess I'm going to withhold my action. Okay. Xandro. Well, I'm going to try one last time. Um, this thing that Martin's fighting, is it human size? Yes. Or is it? Oh, okay. So it's not flying around. No. Well, I'm going to try and lasso that thing. It's sitting there and you seem to lasso around it. Martin, you see this rope go around this thing and you're hearing it squish as the rope is tightening up on it. And they seem to be dragging it towards the... Uh, the rope seems to be dragging it away from you. As you look, you can see Xandro up to just about his, a little bit higher than his chest in the quicksand pulling on this thing. And it seems to be giving him a little leeway as well. He seems to be working himself out. Okay. It is your turn. So he's making progress on pulling himself out? Yes. Okay. Uh, you do feel a flying thing. You're feeling a burning underneath your skin, though, as well. Oh, yeah. The thing the thing hit me. Um, is it fully inside my arm, or is it still digging? Yeah, it, it actually went in. Quickly, I'll take my trident, flip it around, stab it into the ground butt first. On the actual tip of the trident, I want to use it to dig into my arm and either kill the thing or try and dig it out. You feel a, a burn and then an ease up as it seems to flatten underneath your skin. As a bonus action, I want to pull out my last remaining uh, javelin that I have on me currently okay. and throw it at it. Uh, you stab right through its face. It falls to the ground. starts breathing uh, around. So this thing is going to try to not get pulled in. You're still pulling it in, Xandro. It's even fallen. Like, it looks like a human on all fours trying to grasp at the sand as it's being dragged towards the quicksand that you're in. 
So am I getting out at all? You're starting to ease up a little bit, but you're not like pulling yourself fully out. You did. You're like up to, you know, just above your belly button, but you, you are making headway. Well, fuck it. I'm going to keep pulling then. Well, we'll get to your turn because it's Alicia's. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks for letting me know. I'm here for you. Uh, Alicia, <laughs> you are just below your hip in this quicksand now as it sinks a little further. In six seconds, I sink a lot. But all right, uh, I guess I'm going to continue to keep trying to get out of it. You pull yourself. You're just underneath your knees right now as you're starting to get grasped at the end, but it is sand. It's not like you can just pull yourself out, but your technique yeah. is working. Brings us back to Sandro. I'm going to keep pulling that guy towards the quicksand and hopefully me out. Uh, you are at waist level now, yeah. Did he hit the quicksand yet? Nope, he's still being dragged. It seems to be you're moving out more and he's moving towards you at this point because he's trying not to go in, which brings us back to Martin. So Alicia's out. Zandro's working himself out and putting that guy in. Alicia's calves are in. Zandro seems to be working himself out. He went from okay. about the top of his chest to almost his waist. Okay, so he's making progress. This and thing is trying slowly. to claw its way up back the hill because Zandro's hey, pulling at it. If it goes back up the hill, Zandro goes with it. So <laughs> too concerned. I'll, I'll pull off my rope and toss it to Alicia. Yeah, you, you pull her out the rest of the way. Uh, this thing looks towards Zandro, stands up, jumps into the quicksand, and tries to land on him. He jumps, you dodge, he goes into the quicksand. As he's jumping over you, though, you feel something bite into your arm. You oh, see great. a green worm right there. What do you do? With my other... Because I'm still hanging on to the rope, right? Oh, this goofball jumped right into this quicksand, didn't he? Yep. It? He tried to jump on you, but you moved enough in the sand that it went right over you into the sand. But as it was going over, it kind of dropped a worm on your arm. I'm going to attempt to knock the thing off my arm. Okay, yeah, you, you easily push it off your arm before anything happens. Alicia, it is your turn. You are out of the sand. All right, I'm going to throw the rope then to Zandro. All right, so you take the rope that Martin threw to you and throw it over to Zandro? Yeah. Okay. It, it lands near Zandro. Zandro, the rope's sitting there next to you. What do you do? Grab a hold of the rope. Okay. And you pull yourself out. You are now safe, on, not in the quicksand. This beast and all the little green worms seem not to come back up. Martin looks like he's got a couple of scratches that look black. The sizzling has stopped. There's no more smoke coming from them. Well, I'm going to run up to Martin and give him a big old hug and say thank you. Ow, ow, watch, watch, the, watch the arm. I'm sorry. It's not every day I get to hug the man who saves my life welcome pulls out a water skin should we try to clean it up a little bit uh we will in a in a bit let's let's just get out of here for now whatever you say Xandra, are you okay uh yeah i'll kind of look over myself did that thing bite into my arm it, it did not bite into your arm but you're not feeling too good you really want to get more sunlight Martin's pretty hurt. You're, I mean, you didn't take a lot of damage, but that thing that crawled underneath your arm, you killed it, but it feels like you're starting to be ill from it. It must be getting into your bloodstream a little bit. All right, look, we need to do this now. Does anyone have a tent or blankets we could use? I got a blanket. I have a blanket. What do you need a blanket for? We need to clean. I need to clean at least my bite. It would just be nice to get out of, out of the sun. Nah, we don't need to do that. Let's just keep moving. I think we definitely need to clean up his wounds. We can't do that and move at the same time? Probably not. I, th I think it'd be easier if we stood still. All right. I just don't want to be around here anymore. <laughs> yeah, neither do I, but I don't know how far he's going to get. 
instinctively put your arm over, you know, that shadow arm that people have. And you realize it's not there. For a minute, you felt almost a little power surge, but nothing seemed to happen. Can I just, like, channel cure wounds through touching one finger to another? Uh, you do, and the wounds themselves heal up, but the illness is still on you. Uh, you clench your fist and you channel this cure wounds spell, this new cleric spell that you feel through your body. And as you do, you could feel a little bit of pain as the necrotic tissue seems to either heal or disappear, depending on what your deity is really doing. You're not 100% sure. And it closes up, but you still feel that very queasy feeling. Let's push on a little bit further and then probably set up camp. 12 hours. Yeah, we got another 12 hours. Fuck. Xandro, as the sun goes down, you really feel like you need more sun. But the, whatever this curse is doing, you feel like you need to be in more sunlight. As it gets dark, Xandro seems to change a little bit in the face. Little features from those, like bone horns starting to make bumps in his cheek. His eyes are starting to glaze over. Little things, though. It's not like sporadic you're dead looking you're just noticing little things are you feeling all right sandro no no not at all oh god are you good to walk yeah i I think so you know a lot about this because you've seen it before on other people but you didn't know how it manifested you know this is a a vergoli kiss and basically Game-wise, you're going to lose one charisma point for every hour you're out of the sun. Or something that is a spell that gives sunlight. If it goes all the way down to two, you turn into one of those things. Night. So I'm thinking it really gets gets dark about ten. So we're talking about eleven o'clock, and you know that you have about six hours before the sun comes back. So six hours? You have six more hours. You're going to lose seven points total tonight. Unless you can find somebody with a daylight spell or a spell that gives out like a daylight property. Well, Sandra, what's going on with you? Those flying things are called Vargoli. Uh, they've cursed me. I can't stay here in the dark. I, I, I got to get somewhere to remove this curse. Uh, we, we better get a move on then. Yeah, let's go. I, I, I'd say we're, what, six to eight hours out? Hopefully somebody in Krondo can do something. Hopefully. Hopefully. We got to go to Krondo to help it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pack up everything. Let's go. Uh, if it gets too bad, I can carry you and try and dash. You guys dash and you run. You make it through. You hear some noises in the night, but nothing seems to affect you on your way. Again, when you hit the gate, you fall into like major exhaustion. You can't go any further. Your body start cramping up. You There was no way to drink water in that, so... You guys are in extreme amounts of pain, and the guards are like, "What's going on? What What's going on?" Water. He needs a cleric. Cleric. Water. Sunlight now. Uh, they run. They take Xandra away from you, and they run with Xandra. You don't see where they go, but they bring out water, and they are giving you water. Uh, amazingly enough, they have bananas. Oh, good. So- I was just starting to creep <laughs> potato chips. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you in some salted meats, you guys are starting to feel a little better, but you are still super exhausted. You get out enough, you know, the, the pleasantries, thank you, uh, help him. And then Martin, you're like, I don't feel so good either. And you both just pass out. The guards pick you up and bring you into Krondo out of the night. Xandro, you are brought to a temple. 
here. You don't recognize any of the symbols, some of the gods you probably have never even heard of before. And they start casting spells. One of them is sunlight. Uh, they keep you overnight. The next morning, you do feel fine. And you rise, and you are in a temple, literally laying on a stone slab next to a half-orc. Okay. The half-orc, she's sitting there reading a book. I'll ask her, are you the one that casted this light? Oh, you're you're awake. No, no, it, it was... I, I'm just training. Uh, uh, let me... Let me go get, let me, let me, and she walks out. She, she's still stumbling with her words as she leaves. And she comes back and there's a older orc. He walks in and goes, are you feeling better, my friend? Yes, thank you. Are you the one that cast this? Oh. Are you the one that helped me? He reaches up and dims the light. It goes from like sunlight, barely being able to see status to regular room light. And he goes, you should be fine now. We all helped a little bit. This was the worst case we had ever seen. You had almost transformed. Yeah, was, we were far. Thank you. Were you able to remove the curse? Yes. You will not be affected by that curse, though your face uh, will take a long time to heal. I'll just, like, reach up and feel my face. Uh, you can feel, like, the bumps and some torn skin. and it's, It doesn't feel as aggressive as it did when this was going on, but it still distorted your looks. I'm going to hold out my hand, and uh, I'll, I'm Xandro. What do they call you? They call me Krem. Well met, Krem. Thank you. What do I owe you? Nothing. Just be smart and safer in the desert. Well, let's hope so. Probably find new traveling companions, you know. <laughs> Maybe. Speaking of my companions, do you know what happened to them? Uh, they were passed out. They're somewhere in the temple, and he's, like, looking around. Yeah, they're just sleeping. They didn't need actual care. Xandra, you it... feel awake, though. Like, the, you're not going to be able to even like... do anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. Looking around, you said I don't recognize any of the symbols in here? No, most of these symbols are gods you haven't heard about before. Do I see my uh, companions? You're in like a little private room. They had to do that because of the bright spell that they had to cast above oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still, I'm good though. I could get up and walk around. You absolutely can. I'll just stand up and say, if you don't mind, I'd like to check on my friends. Oh, absolutely. Um, please feel free to move around. And as you leave the room, you notice a lot of place around here is a commonality. So there's sick people laying next to poor people that were just looking for a place to sleep. And in this mess of people, you do find Martin and Alicia. Alicia, you find by sound as she's probably like super duper heavy snorer. Then after a while, you find Martin as well. And Martin sleeps on his stomach, so he's not snoring as loud. All right. Well, if they're still sleeping, I'm, I mean, I won't wake them up, but I just want to like go over, look and realize that they are okay. I'm going to try and find the uh, front door and see if it's still dark outside. Sure, you go to the front door, and it looks like the sun is just peeking over the horizon. I'm going to step outside and uh, kind of sit down and take it all in, seeing as I was probably pretty close to losing all my charisma.
You two wake up, Alicia, big puddle of drool, Martin, a little bit of crusty, and you guys kind of look up just to see where you are. You're in a crowd of different orcs, but you do. You're not that far from each other, and you realize that you're both just getting up. You don't remember being in here. You don't even know where here is. The last thing you remember was passing out at the front gate. I'm going to get up, go try and figure out where I'm at and where my stuff is. So as you get up, you're, you stumble a little bit. You've never been this tired in a very long time, maybe since the last time you did, like, a 48 on the ship. The guy comes over and is like, whoa, 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 take it easy there. You're, uh, you were pretty worse for wear last night. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Where, where's, where's my stuff? Oh, we, we have it. you'll have a key around your neck. We lock them up in chests in another room so that people don't steal. Believe it or not, there are dishonest people who come to the temple. Thank you. Um, is, is there an inn or a tavern here? Uh, yes and yes. Thank you. I'm I'm gonna get my stuff and and leave and go there. Okay. Uh, it's right this way, and it'll take you over there. Reluctantly, I'm gonna force myself to get up out of bed and go and try to figure out where I am, where all of my stuff is, and where I can go back to bed. Alicia gets up. She doesn't have her coffee, so it comes up. <laughs> do a lot of pointing towards my back <laughs> you see martin come out of a room with his all his gear and he seems to be like trying to put it together where'd you find your stuff i just kind of motion with one hand back over my shoulder in there should have a key around your neck six foot blah 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 little descriptions but yours says alicia i'm gonna go right to it not thinking twice about who might know me and how that is there grab my stuff and go follow Martin. Martin and Alicia come out of the temple. Zandro, you're sitting there, you know, just looking at, I guess, the sunrise is what you're going for? Yeah, just kind of watching the sunrise and thinking about where we've been. So, Alicia and Martin, you spot him first. Oh, God, you still need sunlight. No, I'm I'm good now, thanks to the clerics here. Oh, shit, clerics, yeah, they, they were the ones who brought you all the way over here and made sure you made it, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for them. <laughs> Glad they, glad they were around. Glad we didn't do anything. I mean, it's not like we really did anything. We didn't carry him. Yeah, would you run next to me? Yeah, we ran next to him, literally. We were there to make sure you didn't, you know, fall down or die. But, you know, hey. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not a cleric. It's fine. Thank the clerics. I'm tired. Thanks. We're going to, I'm I'm going to head over, find some food and rent a room for a day or two. And by that, he meant we. Yeah, that we. I'll get my own room. I don't really care. I just want to sleep. I'll, I'll follow, follow you in just a minute. I just want to go say thanks again. Sure. Do you want? Do you want us to grab your room? Sure. All right. I'll see you in a bit. All right. So I'm gonna turn and head back in. Well, if I don't see like a coffer, I'll go see if I can find somebody who looks like they're in charge, or if I see Clem again. Oh yeah, you do actually. You see Krem again creme it's busy so creme's just like yeah uh, you over this hey shut it i'm trying to gosh darn it and he puts his hand over somebody's mouth he's like go outside grab a tent that's open you don't have to sleep here anymore and he pushes that guy (laughs) (laughs) i just kind of smile and i don't want to take up too much of your time i'm gonna pull out like a handful of gold and hold it out to him and be like thanks again uh, thank, thank you. This is this is gonna feed a lot of the people here that can't afford it. Good, good. Whatever you need it for. Are Are you sure this is a lot? Yeah, this is fine. 
I appreciate it. I, well, I'd have been dead, I guess, if I didn't get here in time. Uh, thank you very much, Andrew. This is like the first time outside of uh, the 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 Shalem that anybody has done anything nice from your people. Well, ho- hopefully others will follow suit, but I do what I do. Well, I, as the kids say, you do you then, Zandro. I'll just kind of bow a little bit. When you turn, you notice he's bowing too, uh, and you leave and you head out. I, I think you find Alicia and Martin like right as they enter tavern slash inn like arguing about is food more important or sleep more important <laughs> it's food we need our carbs it's bring sleep. me some potatoes sleep sleep in your potatoes it'll be fine fine oh hey Zandro. hey uh so you can't figure out if you can sleep and eat at the same time she can't i'm perfectly fine big brawly man over there he's all fine with his one arm <laughs> if he got more rest he'd still have two i'm just glaring at her as I eat my potatoes. I'll uh, sit down at the bar and just first look and see what they're eating. (laughs) They're both eating just potatoes. I'll grab some food and drink too. It's family style. And in this small little instance, you guys don't talk about it out loud because you're doing your little family things, but it dawns on you that maybe the only way that you're going to be able to defeat Deimos in everything that's going on here is these little things, these little moments these things that demons and fiends don't have, these friendships that demons and devils don't rely on, these, again, family members who guide us and do things together that we could cherish. And as you guys think about this, you finish your breakfast. Uh, I'm pretty sure Martin and Alicia go to sleep. You know, I'm going to like walk around the town and just kind of see... What's in this town? There's a temple I know so far. Um, there's an inn. Is there like a library? Is there general stores? Is this a big town, a little town, a city? It's a small town. As you walk around, you notice that they would have the same things you would have in a small town. There is a library. There are scholars here. They have schools. Uh, kids are playing in the street with each other. And, you know, they play little war games like you did when you were a kid. And you see families being families. There are differences. These are orcs still. They have those little nuances like headbutting in a big party when you're drunk and stuff like that. But aside from that, you find the blacksmith. And from what you know about blacksmith, just watching for a couple of minutes, he is doing his craft almost identically as everybody else you've ever seen. The thing that you notice that the elves and orcs have in common is that when the crap hits the fan, everybody's grabbing a weapon. Everybody's getting into the fray. It's a glorious battle, even though elves don't see it the same way. Elves look at it as trades that they pass down to their kids, hunting with bow and arrows, fighting with weapons and such, that the orcs have a, a, a same way of looking at that, just more the word up till now you've used is barbaric. But yeah, that you find the they have these stores. They have the general goods store. The guy feels like he's a car salesman. Oh, you wouldn't know what a car salesman is. The guy <laughs> feels like he's trying to sell you land off of the coastline. It, there is a a temple here. Uh, it looks like it's dedicated to different gods, like most of the temples you've seen. They have families here. They have you know different stores here. There's a blacksmith. There's leather workers. 
Even the food in the tavern, it seemed like somebody put some craft into that. It wasn't just haphazardly thrown together like you would expect at a war-riddled city. Or town, excuse me. I assume they have a, a fairly decent guard. They do. Or army or whatever. There are guardsmen here. You saw them fighting demons, and their tactics were exponentially. They live for battle. Yeah, I'm just taking note of those type of things for the fact that, one, what are these orcs like? And two, is this a place that, you know, we can fall back to for safety? Yeah, you know from the first time here, they have walls. They have a gate that's very heavily fortified. They There's a lot of protection put into the city, but the, the orcs go out to fight. Um, you don't know what the contingency plan is in case things get overrun and go to hell, but you can only guess on that. As the day goes on, you just spend your day tactfully thinking about things, looking at maps, and you actually just sit down and draw a map of Enon and places that you know. Okay. And as you start doing this, you you don't look suspiciously at them, but you could swear that there's a guy looks kind of humanish, but he hides his face well in his armor. Leaning against the wall, you swear you've seen him before. And as you make that acknowledgement, we'll see you next time on the Rose and Dragons podcast. No, no. <laughs> what no. the? <laughs> Is that a Moga? Who's taking us out? All right. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elmo the Usurper. Please go to brosandragons.com and look at our t-shirts. If you like them, buy one. If you need a dice bag, check those out too. They are very nice. I have one myself. I know Doc does as well. Not sure about John and Tom, but I'm pretty sure they do. If I can add on to that, I'm working on a code that if you buy a t-shirt and a dice bag, that you'll get 10% off your purchase too, by the way. Nice. I like it. Yeah, just want to throw in there. The dice bags are super nice. So get out there and check those out. But uh, you can find us on all of your favorite social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I do happen to manage our Instagram account. Uh, Also... Go, uh, if you haven't yet, go take a look at Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, we did a crossover with them a few episodes back, you guys might remember, and uh, they have been carrying on very well with the story that we had set up with them. So go take a look at that if you haven't already. You can follow me at Bros Old Guy on Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at IMDM Doc. You can follow us all at Bros and Dragons. You could write us, you can message us. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us five stars. And just totally rip on us. You deserve it for giving us five stars. We'd love to hear comments on SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, everywhere that you hear this. I would love to hear from you guys. Or you could send me an email at brosanddragons at gmail.com. We have uh, a bunch of new podcasts that we're starting to push and a bunch of new items that we're starting to push and want you guys to check out. Uh, if you're playing D&D 5e to make your game a little bit better, please check out Limitless Adventures uh, or Limitless 5e on Twitter. Uh, you can check out their products. Um, they, they do a really good comprehensive uh, overview of games and monitoring and other uh, digital uh, digital design and 5E and graphing. Check out their uh, website. Just look up Limitless 5E on Twitter and follow that through. You can check us out on all social media, as John was telling you, especially MySpace, which is I am attempting to keep that up to date with all of our 
uh, podcast, including Out of Character. Adam is not going to be with us for a while, so I think the plan right now is Keith and I are going to go back and forth hosting that. So you might hear one or both or either of us on there at any time. Please just keep your ear to the ground. Let us know what you like and don't like. Again, if you'd like to be on the show, send us an email at brosendragons at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to promote, and then we'll get you hooked up with a date to come on. As always, I'd just like to tell you to keep it nerdy and live your dreams. Later. Hey, by the way, you guys, I got new squares for Tom's dev because he made it over the year <laughs> we thought he would. So I'm adding, oh. I'm adding stroke this year. <laughs> Uh, vascular disease, <laughs> vascular disease, cardiac, uh, hit by a car, and still going for 25 to 1 is pegged in the head by a missile that's a dud. Um, <laughs> I am going hit by a car because that sounds like Tom. <laughs> Great. Put, put, me, put me down for 60 on an aneurysm. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if we should remove the squares of getting killed while delivering a pizza. Yeah. Well, I thought that was what was getting hit by a car kind of entitled that. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> I could just fall down the stairs and bust my head open. Yeah, CBA. That's what I'm talking about. One. I got 20 says he sees boobs and falls off the porch and cracks his head open. <laughs> right. He didn't fall last time. Right. Yeah, well, this time it's going to be more unexpected. Yeah, but I mean, technically they were mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The great for podcast. Here. <laughs> Here. Here. What is highlighting is Pirate's Port? Oh, so you want me to roll another one? So I played D&D. I was a wizard. I could summon a sword that's made out of mystical shit that cuts down everything. Was it midichlorians? What? I'm reading the... <laughs> what? I'm reading our chat. Apparently somebody oh. used midichlorians to cut shit down with their mystical sword. It's always uh, the midichlorian. <laughs> Is there anything close by? Like a tree, a big rock? Sand, sand, and more sand. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> Dan just said a shit sword would make serious mess if you think about it. <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> Get yourself out of the sand. You seem to sink just a little bit further. Shit! No, it's sand! <laughs> gotta swim if it was shit it'd be everywhere i'm trying to be louder for you tonight i like it well you're usually like yeah so what i say we're gonna do this one down yeah i I know (laughs) i'm almost waiting for this to end the way boba fett ended in return of the jedi (laughs) right so he did survive so that's all that matters well in the books he survived we don't know if jj's gonna save him well swells up I, I want to try and cast uh, colors uh, like shit. <laughs> God damn it. You want to try to cast shit? I, 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 I don't know. Say, if why is this I'll go take... back to the shit sword that that dude's wizard okay. was? I was literally going to say, I'll take my hand and put it over my wound. Oh, I don't have a hand over here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, haven't we heard that name before? Not that I remember. It's a popular name amongst orcs. I didn't say that out loud. Sorry. <laughs> um, Did you ever have you ever heard somebody? With them. Have you ever heard anybody in a shitter, a public shitter, and it sounds like they're praying as they're doing it? Like, oh god, I don't be. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah, me. <laughs> and then this guy, he was like arch villain. <laughs> uh, it has your name on it. They they looked up your driver's license in your pack and put your name on the chest. <laughs> then why the hell am I walking around if I have a driver's license? Just saying. Is this bartender named Rusty? God damn it. No, not every bartender in this world is named Rusty. Well, they should be. If it's not Rusty, I'm tuning out. No, Rusty is the innkeeper at the Iron Fist Inn. In Dementos. Hey, the fans want his name to be Rusty. First off, <laughs> the employees want to name him Rusty. Are you implying that employees can't be fans? Um, I have two-thirds of my podcast group that just started learning to take notes after 37 sessions. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I don't take notes. We are proud that most of the sounds, sound effects, and ambiance today was created by Sirenscape. Go to sirenscape.com to enhance your tabletop adventures today. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.